You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com. Still working through what is going on with my voice. I am. I'm. Tr- I think it might be a little better. I don't know. Maybe if I just keep talking through it. I mean, not like anyone on the other end will complain, right? I mean, it's just more contact and more content for you, right? So we're we're gonna try. We're gonna try and fight through this. Um, this is the second of two episodes I'm court. Um, recording the day after my birthday. Um, about to go meet up with my brother um, for a little bit of actual weekend celebrating. We'll see how that goes. I'm expecting him to pay for my food at the very least since I'm pretty sure he didn't get me anything. I don't even know if he's got me anything for Christmas. Like, I can talk about this here because I know he won't listen to this because he hates baseball, but oh my god, he's like the worst person to try and shop for. You, like, I I used to be like, okay, what video game do you want? Now that he's a dad, I don't know. I don't like. I I think I have my sister in law sorted. Uh, my niece, I'm just contemplating giving her one of the cardboard boxes, and she'll probably play with that. But my brother is, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what he figures out. Anyway, y'all didn't come here for AJ talks about her issues trying to buy Christmas presents. You all came here for Blue Jays talks. So I'm going to do my best to deliver. And since we went kind of micro on the last episode, talking about the minor league signings that the Blue Jays made yesterday, I want to go macro picture now. And discuss why I'm talking about minor league signings and not devoting, like, multiple episodes to a big free agent signing yet. Well, we know one of the things that's holding that back. It's that baseball teams do not have money. And a lot of the free agents know that the baseball teams do not want to give them the money. So they're waiting for baseball teams to to borrow that old cliche, show them the money. And it's not happening right now. And there are guys who are trying. I mean, Trevor Bauer just snaked his way into the finals of, like, this baseball Twitter poll just by appealing to every fan base that wants Trevor Bauer on their team. And spoiler alert, if y'all contributed to that, I'm not pleased with you. I'm not upset, but I'm not pleased. And I'm disappointed. So... What is complicating thing? The Blue Jays were supposed to be this team that had all this money and had this young core ready to go and was all set to like just make this big splash. And they haven't really done it yet. The big splashes have been, you know, the Braves signing Charlie Morton and Drew Smiley and the Royals signing Carlos Santana and Mike Miner and the White Sox getting Lance Lynn. And, well, there's a reason for that. Again, there are teams trying to figure things out. Like, the Mets 
did their homework and they figured James McCann over four years was a better option than JT Realmuto. And for the Blue Jays, it's a little more complicated than that because they can't just be like, well, we got all this money, let's just sign all the people. And um, Gregor Chisholm of the Toronto Star laid it out in a column yesterday that for every action that the Blue Jays take, there is going to be an equal and opposite reaction. And, and this episode is going to be essentially dedicated to looking at that. And I want to start with one, um, one person in particular who seems to be very vocal about what reaction they want to see. And that was uh, Bo Bichette coming out a couple days ago on the Big Swing podcast saying that he wants DJ LeMahieu on the team. DJ has been linked to the Blue Jays on numerous occasions, just like everyone else. I, I swear, I, I would have to do like 15 episodes to catch up on every player that the Blue Jays have been linked to. But Bichette has his reasons for being particularly swayed by the prospect of having DJ LeMahieu won. He's seen him hit against the Blue Jays recently. And he's been very, very successful against the Blue Jays recently to the point where it gets a little silly. Like, in the last two seasons against the Blue Jays, since he joined the Yankees, he has 48 hits in 121 at-bats. That's about a 400, 395 kind of clip against the Blue Jays. And granted, their pitching has not been great, but DJ LeMahieu just looks at it and, and crushes it. To put this another way, in 134 plate appearances against the Blue Jays, he struck out 22 times. For, for this day and age, that's remarkable. That to keep it that low. He just makes contact every single time. And and it always seems to be with people on base. He has 28 RBIs against the Blue Jays in that stretch. That is his most against any team by far. It, it makes sense for Beau Bichette to want DJ LeMahieu in the fold. Not only for his bat, but also because DJ LeMahieu is a second baseman. And aside from LeMahieu, the biggest names that have been linked to the Blue Jays are JT Realmuto, George Springer, and Francisco Lindor. And the Lindor talk has been very spicy. And as much as Beau Bichette's like, yeah, totally, I will give up my position if we get Francisco Lindor, he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to do that any more than Vladdy wanted to give up third. I mean, Vladdy's still fighting to get that back. You don't think Bo Bichette would be like, well, I, I see myself as a shortstop, and I want to play over there. Yes, I am kind of putting words in Bo Bichette's mouth, but I'm also doing that from my perspective. I mean, if the Locked On Podcast Network was like, well... We're, we're thinking about uh, acquiring another Blue Jays person to do uh, 
to do Lockdown Blue Jays, but we really like AJ and, and think she'll be able to handle Lockdown Pirates. No, no offense um, to the Lockdown Pirates host Lucas Smith, but that that's essentially what it'd be like. I'm like, well, I could talk Pirates, but I'm much better talking about the Blue Jays, so why don't you let me talk about the Blue Jays? So I totally get that. I totally understand from Bo Bichette. And he was very clear in that podcast. He's like, he's the team's pretty good already. He's confident they'll compete. And he feels a lot of free agents feel strongly about the Blue Jays, which is great. I love hearing that. But you can't tell me there's that little colonel that, that wants LeMayhew in the fold more than Lindor. And... Like, like, there is reason to believe LeMahieu could still be available. Um, rumor mill says his preference would be to stay with the Yankees, but he wants term. And his skill set would hopefully age a little better uh, as opposed to some of the other players who are wanting five-year deals. LeMahieu is 32, but he's coming off, you know, a batting title and a top three MVP campaign. So even if you don't get peak DJ LeMahieu, still pretty good. So I I very much am on board. And, you know, if if you look at the breakdown of things, and, and we're going to get into this more in the second half when we talk about Gregor's column a little more, it, it makes sense. So... While I, I think I know why Bo's putting it out there, I have no reason to disagree with him. So that's the thing. It's it's good on both sides. Bo gets to keep playing shortstop, and I get to actually cheer for DJ LeMahieu again, as opposed to hate the fact that he's on the Yankees. So it's win-win. You know what else is win-win? When you go to BiltBar.com and you get yourself some Bilt Bars, because... Uh, Built Bar wins because they're a great product. And you win because you get a bunch of tasty Built Bars delivered to your door in flavors like cookies and cream and carrot cake and German chocolate and apple almond crisp and toffee almond and all this good stuff is covered in 100% chocolate. It's soft, it's easy to chew, it melts in your mouth. Lets you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, they're low sugar, they're high in protein and fiber, and, you know, they just make you feel better about eating chocolate, which I need at this time of season. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. So use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com and get you some tasty Built Bars in your mailbox. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so going back to Gregor's column in the Toronto Star. Um, he, right off the bat, just, just pieces together like what the cause and effect is going to be for some of these free agent signings. He's like... If George Springer or Jackie Bradley Jr. signs, then that means Teoscar Hernandez, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., and Randall Grichuk are battling for two spots. And the DH, but as we've said before in this podcast, the Blue Jays would like to keep the DH flexible. They don't want to have to 
put someone in there permanently. But he goes on. Acquiring a shortstop like Francisco Lindor pushes Bo Bichette out of his preferred position. DJ LeMahieu directly impacts Kevin Biggio's time at second base. If you sign Justin Turner, and I don't know why, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. knows he's not going back to third. Now, there there is a little bit of debate about that last one. Justin Turner's played first and third, and I've seen... Um, tweets linking him with like the Brewers as a team that needs someone who can play first and third so Turner could theoretically flip but we're just we're just nitpicking there the point of the matter is that Chisholm believes that you know the Blue Jays do have a lot of options if they don't get the big name signings but they want to be able to to have a fit that works for their team and makes them better. Because I, I know Bobachet's very confident in his team. And, you know, there is a reason to believe that another year growth will help them. But they got knocked out in a hurry by the Rays. They did not have an answer against their pitching. And Blake Snell and Tyler Glass now are still on that team. So you need to get a little better through the lineup. And Chisholm eventually comes to the point of agreement with Bo Bichette that acquiring Francisco Lindor is ultimately a detraction because it knocks Bichette out of his spot and in Chisholm's mind, it's Bichette's team. So he wants to not touch shortstop and let Bo lead. He's quite fine with Kevin Biggio moving around. Because that's what Biggio does. And we've talked about that on this show as well. Biggio seems to be seen as more that Marwin Gonzalez type who can, you know, play wherever he needs to around the field and be able to contribute accordingly. And he does have to get better at some points of his defense, but for the most part, he seems like a guy who has the baseball smarts to be able to handle that. Which is why a guy like DJ LeMahieu is more attractive than, say, a Marcus Semien or a D.D. Gregorius or Angleton Simmons, guys who would push Bo over to second base. And, and either way, Kevin's not getting the starts at second base for the majority of them. We, I mean, we saw that at the end of last season when Joe Panic was playing all the time over there and Kevin was, was at third. So, I'm, I'm not too worried about Kevin Biggio. Um, what this article does scream to me is that Gregor wants JT Real Muto because he has no problems pushing Danny Jansen out of there or, or making Alejandro Kirk a DH. So... You know, if you want to know what way Gregor's leading, that that might be the the thing. The thing that he doesn't say might might be a clue. Um, but yeah, it's it just comes back to this point of you know what the Blue Jays are trying to do. That is not only get this team to this next level, 
but not impact the young core to the point where growth is stunted. Because they've seen what happens when growth is stunted. They get 2020 Vladdy. And Vladdy knows that 2020 Vladdy wasn't going to cut it. That's why he's down in the Dominican League, knocking home runs off 43-year-old pitchers and trying to win back third base. And that's good. There needs to be that, that level of fight, that level of commitment out of these players. But the, se the second you start bringing people in, that's when you risk upsetting the chemistry. Why do you think I'm dead set against Trevor Bauer? Because he upsets the chemistry. And if you make that point that chemistry is important at the time when you ship Marcus Stroman out of town, you cannot turn around and say, yeah, but Trevor Bauer's chemistry is fine. You can't do that. So you have to figure it out. And you know what? If you ask me, like, you have to take someone off that 2017 Astros team and they have to play for you, I'll admit, George Springer is probably my first pick because, you know, I I think he was, like, second lowest on the team or something behind Tony Kemp in, in terms of guys who actually got the signal. So you can make the argument that Springer is less complicit than others if you want to start dicing that particular onion. And... That, that's kind of what this team needs. I mean, they had it with Joe Panic. They they had a guy who knew how to win. They had it in Hyunjin Ryu. They have guys who know how to win. That's, that's kind of why I, I don't mind signing Springer. I'm not too worried about pushing Lourdes Gurriel Jr. or Teoscar Hernandez or Randall Grichek into a fourth outfielder DH role. Heck, maybe, maybe you can trade one of those guys to the Pirates and get a Joe Musgrove. If you want to try and build your rotation that way. But what Gregor's point is that, you know, you, you, re you want to be able to build this right. You want to be able to augment the core. So many teams have had good young cores and not been able to do anything with them or watch them just fall apart immediately after because the right pieces weren't there. The right pieces weren't around them. And they weren't allowed to flourish properly. The Blue Jays are in that delicate scaffolding position where they got to try and build that up. So that's why they're taking their sweet time and making sure they get the right person in there. And I appreciate that. A, it gives me more content because I can just, you know, throw the dirt at the, at the Bristol board and pick a guy to talk about on a given episode. But I appreciate them wanting to make sure they get this right doing all their due diligence and talking to every player that's that's the right thing to do that's the right way to build a team anyway I'm feeling a little bit better now I guess I needed to get some of that stuff off my chest so thank you all for listening to that even if it came with the stuff with my brother at the beginning uh, if you want to not be like my brother and get more podcast episodes like this one, you can subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, you'll find Locked On Blue Jays. So click that button. Make sure you do not miss an episode. And, you know, especially when I do these double headers like this, you get double the goodness just by subscribing. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Chase. The episode links are usually on the Twitter feeds. So 
if if you really don't want to to leave Twitter to get an episode, you can get it there. I post the Spotify links. And you can follow me on Twitter at a underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. It's so dumb. But sometimes it helps, especially when y'all reach out because that, that felt good. It feels better than Facebook. So until the next episode when um, I, I suppose we'll be talking about a couple of things I missed from an organizational standpoint this month, um, the stadium talks, I haven't really been able to touch on them, and the affiliation um, finalization, because in spite of uh, in spite of earlier thoughts, it, it looks like Vancouver is still going to be in the fold as a Blue Jays affiliate. They're giving up Lansing. So that's cool. We'll talk about that and what that means. And, you know, if the Blue Jays do end up making a signing, then I'll be back on to talk to y'all about it. So until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysrunacouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.